What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Grace Show. Super pumped that you're checking us out today. Um, we're streaming live on Facebook for those of you watching us via Facebook. We're also streaming live on Instagram. So I've got a few different devices going here, and it's all awesome and fun. Um, if you uh, follow the Mitch Grace Show and, and watch us um, ever so often, you'll notice a little different background. So we're doing some things uh, in the studio to make sure that we can provide you the best show that we possibly can. And that is uh, super fun and exciting. And you'll notice some other things over the next few weeks that will be changing. Like, I think I'm going to throw the logo up behind me. What do you guys think about that? I'm kind of waiting on that to happen as well. So, yeah, let's do some house cleaning stuff before we get into our topic this morning, uh, this afternoon. Actually, I'm recording this on a Saturday, and my days are all messed up here. So, uh, first of all, make sure if you've not ordered your copy of The Gathering Place, that's my new book um, that was released last May. Uh, yeah, May of 2018. So make sure you grab a copy of that. You can find it on Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, Lulu. You can go to my website, MitchGray.me, and order your copy of The Gathering Place. It is an inspirational book. I like to tell people all the time. I tell part of my story I do my best to inspire you in your life. It is not a religious book. It does deal with um, spirituality because, brothers and sisters, everything is spiritual. So I think you'll really, really like it. We've get, got uh, received great feedback from it. If you have read the book, I do have an ask, uh, to ask. Let's make it to ask, right? Number one, make sure you uh, give your copy away or refer the book to someone Number two, make sure you go on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, preferably Amazon, and leave a review of the book. That really helps us engage more people and continue to spread the word about what we're doing. Remember, our goal here at the Mitch Gray Show and all things Mitch Gray is to inspire as many people as possible. So thank you for giving us that opportunity, and make sure you go buy a copy of my new book, The Gathering Place, and then review it because that helps us inspire more people. So um, we've got some really cool things happening on the Mitch Gray Show. Uh, we are in the middle of a series. If you've not listened to the last couple of episodes, um, sometimes I know in podcasts people kind of bank up the podcast as they subscribe to them and they listen to them when they get a chance. So if you're not yet current on the series we're in, we are going to go another two or three episodes on this series called Unbecoming. But I'm really, really pumped about another um, idea that we have kind of creeping up, and it's kind of happened naturally uh, with our friend Amanda Ruane. She was on an episode of the show a few weeks ago. You can check that out. And her and I are developing some fun stuff. We're just now diving into it, and we're going to present that together on the show. And I think it's going to be really, really uplifting and inspiring. So you can look forward to that over the next month or so. Um, we're still developing the new website. I've been updating you on that as we develop um, the, the new website, MitchGray.me. Um, hopefully by the end of February. I was telling you before that by the end of January we'd have it done, and that, has, that hasn't happened. So hopefully by the end of February we'll have the um, new website revamped. You can still go to MitchGray.me. You can find all the music there. You can order your book there. You can find the merch that we have there. Ooh, speaking of merchandise, we are going to have new merchandise coming very soon. And I'm super, like, I feel like a little middle school kid that's really excited about, or, or a young kid really excited about Christmas, right? I'm telling you, the new merch that we've got is incredible, and so you're going to enjoy that. 
Um, as I said before, we're streaming on Facebook. We're streaming on Instagram. What's up, Instagram people? So I've got multiple devices going here, and I am the producer, the camera guy, the lighting guy, and the uh, material guy. So yeah, it's all fun. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Every podcast that we do goes on the YouTube channel, so you can go back later and watch it. Every podcast that we do, you can find the audio version on iTunes, uh, iHeart, uh, I Spotify, um, uh, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, Overcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find the audio version of everything we do. So please subscribe to that. And um, our audience is really growing, and I'm so, so grateful for that because – it just allows us to inspire more and more and more people, and that's what we want to do. So subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel and follow us on social media at Media, and all of that good stuff. Last thing I need to update you on. Are you ready for this? February 12th, we're going to be releasing a new EP music-wise. So it'll have five songs on it. It'll be available right now only digitally. Um, the music is really good, y'all. Like, really, really good. This is an acoustic EP, <laughs> and the music is incredible. It's got some new stuff on it that we just wrote. One of the songs um, that I recorded with my dear friend Billy Borden, we just wrote it last week and recorded it, and I've played it for about 15 people. And it's one of those songs that it's really good, and you know it's really good, but then you're going to play it for people, and you're like, yeah, I hope they think it's really good. And this is one of those songs that you measure by how many people cry when they hear it. It's one of those songs, yeah. And every single person that's listened to it has been like, oh, wow, or they've cried. And I'm like, okay, that is a song. And I couldn't have done it without my friend Billy. So um, we've got one more song that we're going to record, and then the EP will be out on February 12th. It's all love songs. It's a love song project. Five new love songs, and yeah, right before Valentine's Day. It's a good thing. Um, I had my, uh, my friend that did, the, um, that did the artwork for the other new EPs that are coming up. She did the artwork for this one, and I'm really pumped to roll that out. So be ready. I told you. I told you, brothers and sisters, at the end of last year, we're going to do so much stuff this year to inspire you, and it is coming. So, Okay. On to today's episode for the next 15, 20 minutes or so. We are in the middle of a series called Unbecoming. And I ran across this idea. Let me, let me reverse. I ran across something a few months ago that gave me the idea of this word unbecoming. It's almost like we get so caught up in what we are now and what we are today that we forget that sometimes we have to, we have to back up. We have to uh, shift things. We have to have a, 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 a thinking, um, a, a new thinking birth, a new way of thinking. It's almost like we have to just say, okay, we're going to peel the layers of the onion off to get back to the core and to really refresh ourselves and to really know what we need moving forward. And, and the word I've kind of come up with that process is unbecoming. In other words, we're shifting what we are now to become something even better and even more joyous and even more hardworking and even more patient and even more diligent. And in other words, when we're going through the process of unbecoming, we're just shifting what once was or what is into something even more awesome. And so today, we are going to talk about unbecoming. You are the builder. 
You are the builder. Let me back up just a little bit. So I grew up in an environment that, first of all, was amazing and beautiful and, and, and helped shape me into who I am today, obviously. All of us grow up in environments that help shape us. Many of us grow up in beautiful environments, and unfortunately, some of us grow up in environments that aren't so beautiful, but they shape us nonetheless. A part of the environment that I grew up in um, was this, uh, uh, the only way I can say it, the religion of many people, and that's Christianity. I grew up in a Christian environment. That's just a label that many people give uh, a portion of this certain religious belief. And so I grew up in a Christian environment, and while I learned many good things in this uh, environment of religious thinking, while I still apply some of those thinkings in my life today, many of those thinkings were the threshold or the passageway into learning even better things, uh, in my opinion. So while I'm grateful for that, there were also, like any belief system, there were those things that I quickly realized in my maturity that I needed to let go of. They just weren't healthy. One of them is this, that as we walk through life, there's this great being above us and above everything that is dictating the way things go. Maybe that's packaged a little differently than what you're used to hearing. Um, some call it predestination or destination. Some call it that you have a purpose. But it's just this teaching that, that everything that happens is almost like being pulled and threaded and dictated by a puppet master. And that your life is solely dependent on what the puppet master is going to do for you, through you, and to you. Here's the problem with that mindset. The problem is over time, you begin to lose the self-responsibility of living life. Does that make sense? When you live with the mindset that something greater than you is calling the shots, you begin over time to say, well, in the end, I'm not really responsible for that. And so what it does is it kind of gives you, gives you the, the, the syndrome of sticking your head in the sand when things get tough, a.k.a., oh, we'll be praying for you. And while I'm, not, while I'm not totally not taking away from people that are sincere about that, what I learned in functioning in religion is that often the verbiage that was used was really a protective insulator to actually doing something. You get where I'm going with that. And so this idea when you grow up in this environment that something larger and greater is looming over you, calling the shots, and in the end you have no control, when you function within that mindset for so long, you begin to relinquish and let go of any responsibility that lies within you to actually do things. Thus, the unbecoming. Letting go of the unhealthy things even if it's blasphemous, you let go of it and you move forward into shaping yourself into something more. So I came up with this topic, unbecoming, you are the builder. And here's why. My brothers and sisters, there is only one person responsible for you, your life. One, one, singular one. That person is you, period. No one else is responsible for your life. 
Not your mama, not your daddy, not your grandparents, not your brother, not your sister, not your spouse, not your partner, not your boyfriend or girlfriend, not your kids. You are responsible for your life. Some people say, but Mitch, I haven't been given a fair shot. Understood, and it may be true. My response is, what are you going to do with the shot you've been given? Some people say, but the cards haven't fallen my way. Much respect, I understand. My response, what are you going to do with the cards you've got in your hand? You see, so many times we allow our outward circumstance to dictate our action. When in reality, our outward circumstance should never dictate our reaction, but instead educate us on the tools that we're playing with. They may name the rules of the game, but they don't have to name how the game is played. Because brothers and sisters, you are the builder. No one else is. My hope is that you can surround yourself with people that help you build and not tear down. But the only one responsible for your life, period, is you. And it's a gift. And it's the unbecoming. So what I want to do today is I want to ask some questions. I love asking questions because hopefully they inspire thought and they incite a process that will help you work through how we're going to do this building, how we're going to shape this life that we're given. We get one life. There is no other life. You get one. That's it. What happens after this life? I don't know. I don't understand. I don't comprehend. I think it's going to be awesomely beautiful, and I think we're going to get to do some cool stuff, but I really don't know because, frankly, I'm putting my energy into now. Not later. This isn't a dress rehearsal. I used to hear that back in the day. This is a dress rehearsal. Bull. This isn't a dress rehearsal. Brothers and sisters, this is the game. This is the show. You get this one. Period. Nothing else matters. So what are we going to do to redeem this moment? What are we going to do to restore in this life? What are we going to do to build our best life ever? Because we get one, period. And there's nothing else coming after that sentence. Unbecoming, you are the builder. Here's question number one. Maybe you're a note taker. Maybe you want to go back and journal about this. Or maybe you want to shoot me a message and ask me more questions on this. So write these questions down. Number one, what do you want in this life? It's amazing to me how many people go through life not knowing what they want. They never identify. I told someone this morning in a meeting that I was leading, the worst thing to do is to get to be 85, 90 years old and look back and go, I did nothing. Like the, the, If I have any fear in life and I really don't fear things, if I have one fear, it's that. That I get to be 90 years old and I look back and I go, I did nothing. No, 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 no. You have to identify what you want. So just write that down. What do I want? And it could be anything. And you can actually apply this question in all areas of life. Maybe it's your career. Maybe it's your passion. Maybe it's your dream. Maybe it's your goals. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's choosing your partner or spouse or what business you're going to go into. The what do I want question is the first question. Because if you don't know what you want, then you're never going to get there. So number one, what do you want? Number two, 
why do you want it? Like, that's the next question. This is like elementary stuff, brothers and sisters. Identify what you want and then name why you want it. The why will tell the vulnerability of where you are and who you are. Well, I want to start a business because I want to get wealthy. Okay, eh, that's probably not going to last very long. Ah, I want to start a company that makes a difference in the world by feeding the hungry because I think people should be fed. Hmm, yeah, now we're getting somewhere. You see where I'm going? The, the what do you want and the why do you want it will start narrowing everything you need to get where you need to get, to live your best life. So number one, what do you want? Number two, why do you want it? Number three, how will you get there? How are you going to get there? You've got the what, which is big. You've got the why, which is purpose. And now you've got the how. How are you going to get there? Number four, who do you need? You can't do it alone, brothers and sisters. You cannot build this life on an island by yourself. Well, I take that back. You could, but it'd be miserable, right? It's like, I built something really cool, and then I get to the end to celebrate it, and uh, no one's there? <laughs> yeah, celebrations aren't very fun by yourself. What do you want? Why do you want it? How will you get there? Who do you need? And let me add to that. Who do you not need, right? Sometimes we surround ourselves with people that are pulling us down. Who do you need? Why do you need them? Number five. Who do you need and why do you need them? This is called the identification of success. The identification of success. I know who I need and I know why I need them and I'm going to place them in my life in the areas that are needed. Now this isn't not manipulation. Okay, get, get that clear because I see some people in life that just use and abuse people. We're not manipulating people, right? Let me give you an example. Last Thursday, I wrote a song. I came back to town. I couldn't get the, what I wanted from my mind to my hands to my instrument. It wasn't working. I had a really cool song, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I text messaged my friend. I said, look, bro, I need your help in this song because I can't get what I'm wanting. Guess what? Eight hours later, he sends me a snippet. It's exactly what I wanted. Who did I need? I knew who I needed. Why didn't I need them? Because I couldn't express what I was wanting to express. But my brother did, and it's good. <laughs> really good. That's not using a relationship. That's understanding the purpose, value, and opportunity in a relationship. That's why we're here for each other. When you need inspiration, I hope you come to me. But when you need uh, accounting help, don't come to me. I'm not your guy. You need someone else in your life that can help you in accounting. But when you need inspiration, I'm your guy. Does that make sense? So we're not using people. Instead, what we're doing is we're matching. We're matching the relationships that we have in life with each other. Because you're going to do the same for others. You're going to do the same for others. I just want to share a comment on Instagram. My friend Marche said to help others as well as myself. See, that's where we're going. We're going to help ourselves and we're going to help others and others are going to help us because we're all in this together. All right. Number six, what do you need? Yeah. 
you can know who you need. You can hold why you need them. But if you don't know what you're needing, then that becomes a problem. You got to know what you need. So we're, we're talking about building our lives to be the best life that we can possibly have. We're talking about stepping into our passions. We're talking about having all of these relationships that are going to make this stuff really, really awesome. You have all of these resources around you, brothers and sisters. The universe is full of resources. The next question in this process is, how will you use these resources? Whether it's your talents, whether it's your abilities, whether it's your passion, whether it's the people that are around you that have all this knowledge and willingness to help, you have to figure out how are you going to use these resources you've been given to live your best life and then step into those resources, step into those resources, step into that energy, step into knowing that when you live with courage and bravery, that then the beautiful and the divine and the sacred things begin to unfold. A few more questions on helping you understand that you are the builder of your life. Number eight, when will this happen? Ah, timeline, right? Timelines equal accountability. Do you know how many people I talk to that tell me, yeah, years ago I had a dream to do this and like three decades have gone by? Like I talk to people all the time and my first question is, why haven't you done it? You know why? Because they didn't document it and they didn't hold themselves accountable and they didn't ask other people to hold them accountable. Now let me tell you where I'm going with this. Brothers and sisters, if you have a passion or a gift in life, you have been given something that someone else in the world needs. Because we're not isolated in all of this movement and energy and unity. If you've been given a passion or an idea or an understanding or an ability, you have been given that to not only fuel your soul, but to fuel the soul of others. And so when you just sit on that, and when you don't do anything with it, you're doing a disservice not only to yourself, but to others around you. So you need to ask yourself the question, when am I going to do this? Like, when am I going to go for this? And then ask others, share that with others, and ask others to hold you accountable. One of my favorite questions in the world is the next one. What's stopping you? Yeah. If me and you were having a, a cup of tea this morning, ah, it's already afternoon, isn't it? If we were having lunch right now, because <laughs> I'm really hungry, if we were having lunch right now, and you shared with me, Mitch, I've got this dream, I've got this passion, and I ask you the question, what's stopping you? What would your response be? Is it money? Is it resources? Is it time? Is it knowledge? Is it experience? Is it other people? Guess what? There's always a response to those. There's always a solution. I heard a guy say one time, if money is your worst problem, like your largest problem to fulfilling a dream, then you need a bigger dream. And I think he's right. I think he's right. Yeah. What's stopping you? Hmm. Number 10. What would happen if you actually invested in this passion, in this dream, in this idea? Oftentimes, and if you'll remember a few months back, we recorded an episode of the podcast called uh, The Power of What If. Oftentimes, fear or the idea of fear is what holds us back. 
But my question is, what would happen if you invested yourself fully in this dream, in this passion, in this idea? What would happen? What's stopping you? Lastly, what would happen if you don't? Ah, there's the magic, right? Because oftentimes the fear tells us what would happen if I do, but the power is found in what would happen if I don't. That is where the real magic is found. Hmm. So you tell me, where are you right now? What's the idea? What's the dream? What's the vision? What's the passion? What's motivating you? Who do you have around you? Why do you need them around you? What are you going to give to others? What are you going to allow others to give to you? What is stopping you? What would happen if you don't? Because friends, you are the builder. No one else is responsible for your life, period. This is it. This is the life we get. And I don't care if you're listening right now or watching and you're 20 years old or if you're 50 years old or if you're 80 years old. It doesn't matter. You can always step fully into the life that you've always dreamed. And it's not about, we see all these pictures of success, which equals cars and money and blah, blah, blah. It's not about stuff. It's about knowing that when I lay my head down at night, I've given everything I can give. That's what it's about. It's about sitting around the table with friends and family and laughing and enjoying each other. That's what it's about. It's about knowing that I've done something to share my gift and my passion to inspire someone else. That's what it's about. So now it's your turn. Now you know the formula. Now you've got the magic. How are you going to turn that into a miracle? Hey, Facebook, uh, Facebook watchers, is that the right word? Thanks for watching. Instagram watchers, thanks for watching. It's been awesome. Make sure you subscribe to The Mitch Gray Show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media, M. Gray Media. The new EP is coming out on February 12th. You'll, you'll be able to download it anywhere, and I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. So, brothers and sisters, my hope for you today is that you have a day of passion and of peace and of joy, that you can rest this weekend and get ready to rock and roll when Monday rolls around. But remember, every day is as important as the other. So let's see what we can do with today. Have a great day, brothers and sisters. We will talk to you soon.